Hello, Knights of the Roll Table, and we are back. Welcome to Season 3, Season Episode three. 1. Season So much to pack into our sexiest season ever. Wait, uh, I thought that was the last one. Every season can be the sexiest season ever. That's the beauty of it. I don't think that's how that works. Eventually, yeah. Season 2 would no longer in that this event be the sexiest season, season ever. ever. Yeah. Sexy season, this yes. Is, it's going to be the somethingest season ever this is anyway. the most political season ever. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's all going to the king. <laughs> <laughs> I am Zach back in the DM chair. Joining me today, we'll just say names because our roles are going to get unveiled as we go. So to my left. Hi, I'm Chris. Hi, I'm Weston. Hi, I'm Jen. Jeff. Efficiency. It's going to be our quickest season ever. So (laughs) Four episodes. We are going to jump in. We're going to do a lot of feeling out what's been going on for some of our characters. Because as we begin, gravely... The Orkling Ranger and Maya, the Halfling Warlock, Hello. are traveling into, they have reached the realm of Popolona. Popolona is a realm on the sea, and it's actually, they're traveling towards a specific city in the realm of Popolona, and the city is located kind of like New Orleans, where like a major river empties out into the ocean, and it's actually the same river that ran by Respite, which I believe we labeled on Chris's very awesome map, the Serpentine River, I want to say. Yeah, so that's the name of the realm, and it's very much known. The whole realm is kind of spread across the ocean, and there's a lot of commerce. There's a lot of comings and goings, and specifically this town that you're going to, being at this major trade route, there's a lot of people from all over. There's a lot of um, ships coming in and out, and uh, something we're going to start off in uh, experimental fashion. I'm going to try some things this season that might go great and they might not, but we're going to have fun along the way. Is uh, Jeff is going to be, for this episode specifically, and potentially future episodes, going to be kind of co-DMing in the role of kind of like being the creator of this specific town. So he's going to be jumping in doing a lot of the descriptions of the town and some NPCs in the town, and we'll kind of see how that works. So we've worked out some like kind of vague details, and so we'll go back and forth and see how that goes. So Jeff, if you want to take over and describe a little bit more of this town and, and what might be in it. As you travel down the road uh, following the Serpentine River, the hills have been dry and bushy. It has been airy and warm. And as you reach the uh, final the final hill, you finally get the uh, blast of sea breeze that hits you. And below you, you see the town of Giacca, sitting along the harbor that comes out like a crescent bay and looking down the steep road, this steep cliffy area that looks like there should not be a town here, but the people have managed to build right along the cliffside. A bunch of quaint two-story buildings, multi-story buildings, uh, fill up along as close as they can to where this port is. And you begin to walk down the road, and 
the road turns into a small cobblestone road that leads into the small village, the small village feel of Giaca. There's uh, clotheslines coming across and the tall buildings and the streets are really narrow. And as you're starting at the very top, it has a very seaside Italian um, feel to it. It is warm and the seagulls you can hear. Nope, not going to do it. Just a little bitter about the eagle situation. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna ease him into this. Nothing. No. Okay. No birds. I won't. <laughs> <have to> do <laughs> birds. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> that is the mating call of the eastern seagull. As I know it very well, Gwebly. I think that bird is dying. I don't care. This place is so romantic. Right. Why did we come here again? Hey, you said something about the Dread X. Oh, yes. Correct? Of course. Also, you said it would be an exciting place for us to visit. So what are you... So Gravely and Maya, last we saw them, they were going to go visit Maya's parents in, I checked her bio, the realm of Ascadia and the town of Boldhurst mm-hmm. is where they lived. You guys talk a little bit about, like, did you get there, and what brought you into Giaca in the town of Pobolona? Maya, I, I do have to say, um, I, I really like your parents. They were super nice. Um, I mean, everybody was so quaint. and uh, Yes, they are, they, are, they are okay. It is just so quiet there. I suppose so, but there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, they seem to really love each other very much. And yes. I can see where you get it from. Where I get what from? Your kindness. Oh, thank you, Gravely. That is the nicest thing you have ever said to me. Well, I say a lot of nice things. Yes, you do, <laughs> but that was the nicest. Well, you know, they they just miss you, I think. Yes, but the world is big and I am big and I want to see as much of it as possible. That is why I'm so excited to come with you and see if we can find this Dreadex office. Oh, yes. Well, I figure, you know, if it wasn't in Respite and it wasn't in Boldhurst... Um, Perhaps Giaca might have something, because I do remember there being lots of trade routes going through um, Polpolona. So I, I know there's got to be something where Dredex uh, is operating, uh, at least ship merchants, uh, going through... Oh, yes, in hey, the coming through. Look out. Oh, uh, look out. I got to be the way. Look out. Look out. Look out. They are merchants. Oh. I think... Yeah, <laughs> we're merchants. Let's gotta get this down to the dock. All right, let's go. Let's go. I gotta go. Okay. Oh, I love seeing bureaucracy in action. Very nice. Well, um, I suppose we should probably try to find a place to stay. Um, Maya, did your parents give you any money? Because I, I don't quite have a lot of gold. You know, I think they may have put something, but I think I left it in my other coat. So, uh, I don't know, but it's okay. I will find an inn and I will perform and then people will give us money. Yeah, we might have to take a, a couple of odd jobs. So, we'll say so like each of you, so I would say each of you have a couple of gold, probably realistically an assortment of copper and silver and gold, um, but kind of like you've definitely like your stores have run down a little bit. And so the amount of money you have is enough to like, you could stay in this town for a couple of days, but you're definitely in a spot where you're going to need some, you're going to need to earn some money. You're going to need some income. They actually do have 
a breakdown of coins and what various coins can cool. purchase. Would you like me to go over that real quick? Sure. sure. So with one gold piece, a character can buy a belt pouch, 50 feet of good rope, or a goat. A, uh, one gold equals one goat. We should just call them that. Goats. One goat. 100 goats. <laughs> a skilled uh, but not exceptional artisan can earn one gold piece a day. Um, gold piece is standard. Uh, one gold piece is worth 10 silver pieces, the most prevalent coin among commoners. A uh, silver piece buys a laborer's work for a day, a flask of lamp oil, or a night's rest in a poor inn. So, um, and then one silver piece is worth 10 copper pieces, which are common among laborers and beggars. A single, single copper piece buys a candle, a torch, or a piece of chalk. So it's like maybe a, a dollar. And then, How much is a gallon of milk? Uh, yeah, so I mean, like a that's a vague idea of a gold. Gold is worth something. Like, we've never really like defined this in our world because we've no. never really had to buy a lot of stuff. So like when you get like 100, 200 gold, that's like, oh, I could maybe buy like a very... Because there's also a, there's also like a measure of like buying a magic item is like those are things like that are near priceless. So it might cost a thousand gold, but that's like a fortune. That's like buying. I bought a Ferrari. <laughs> Let's do this. You guys have been traveling for a while together. You spent money. There's you've had various uh, options of like you've come across some people in need. You've shared your wealth and you've earned some money along the way. So Myers I'm going to have each away. of you roll. <laughs> A D20, and the first roll is how many gold coins you have. Oh, we get gold coins. The second is how many silver coins you have, and the third is how many copper coins you have. I need my dice tower. Okay. 13. 13 gold. What? Each of you has 13 gold. (laughs) That's funny. We back. D20 again? Yeah, for silver. 19. Uh, 10 silver. And 12. Twelve. Okay, yeah, two so, out of three. We're yeah, that's, we're synced up, man. So, uh, so that's about where you're at. You've got, you know, you could survive for a couple of weeks on that, but sooner or later, you're going to run out of money, and you All couldn't right. buy anything big here. So that's about where you're at, and you're coming into this town, which is. Uh, Beautiful and scenic, but also a little bit pricey in the ways of like things cost definitely more here than they do in the kind of small hamlet of Boldhurst or Respite. So it's going to go quick, especially if you want to carouse and have fun or explore or do other things. Well, I think we should. I mean, I'd like to look for the Dreadex office to see if, you know, maybe um, my position has been uh, thought about and. Uh, I have a feeling that maybe there wasn't ever a position in respite. No. I think so. Well, Gravely, I am here to support you. You have been so kind to me. Well, I, I'm, I'm just I'm just here to support you. I, I think, you know, you're, you're clearly the more talented one. I mean... Oh, stop. <laughs> well, perhaps uh, we would have better luck if we try to find an inn or a tavern of some sort where we can find a lot of people, perhaps... Ask some lodging and ask some questions. So, Jeff, as they walk into town, what kinds of stuff would you say they see? As they get, as they start uh, from the outskirts of town, the very higher up places that have the greatest view are bigger. It's more um, looks like these are private residences of the most affluent people in town. And as you continue to go down these very steep, very small winding paths, you get lost very quickly um, into which way is down and which connects back over here. You start to get into marketplaces. There's people selling fish and 
um, fruits and grain. And further down, it you get closer towards the port, and it's you're seeing more sailors and um, workers, and there are people selling fish guts and uh, <laughs> other, mm. uh, you know, bucket of chum. Fish guts, two copper. Get your fish guts yeah, in, nice a, and fresh from this, the fish. This reminds me of, guts. Okay, so of, fish of guts. the underdog in uh, Volcara. Fish guts, uh, you don't, uh, you don't have that guy's fish yeah. guts. You got better fish come guts? On, come on, right over here. This Are you having to get those fish guts? Um, I don't really care for, for any You don't want to try fish guts? I mean, not particularly right now. Oh, the lady there, she likes a fish gut. They're a, they're a delicacy here in Giaca. You got to <gasps> try the local fish guts. They're uh, only three copper. Well, he just said two copper. Oh, but two these are premium these fish, fish guts. guts over here. No, no, these are the fresh. Okay, ones. I can cut. Come here, I'll cut you a deal. I'll Will one you. of you sing me a song? I would love to hear a song about your wares. Uh, he can, he, he's a good singer. He can sing. I'm fine. <laughs> Cue the accordion. <laughs> when, the, when the fish hits the bucket, just like you said, whatever, it's some fish guts. <laughs> it's some when fish the smell guts. hits your nose and you just gotta go, it's some fish guts. It's some fish guts. And so it goes on like that for uh, a while. I 20 minutes buy, later. I will buy fish guts from you. Very good. Here you go. Ah, merci beaucoup. He earned it. Well done, sir. How are my fish guts? Disgusting. <laughs> yeah, exactly Horrendous. as you've imagined. Uncooked, there's it's nothing a- about them that is Constitution would generally be considered edible. But the song was nice. You're feeling very much in the Giacan uh, mystique. You know, Gravely, I normally like to appreciate other cultures, but I'm afraid I'm not feeling very well. Maybe you have to work up to it. Well, we better find it in. We need to find a bathroom. <laughs> that too. You guys continue to head down, go through the labyrinth uh, of stalls and markets and people selling wares and hawking things to you. And uh, as you come down right where the kind of the main road uh, turns into where the port begins and the rest of the harbor um, opens up, there's a little corner and right on the edge, um, there's this tall two or three story building with a big sign in front of it. It has a big fish cut out of it and it says the seagull tavern and inn. And uh, just as you're looking around, um, you see this tiny halfling person get thrown out and stumble into the street. And following up above, or right behind, uh, is a woman in a a uh, full-length dress that's um, all black and has all these rivets and... and, I don't know. Is, when, Buttons? Why do I try and describe clothes? I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> this woman comes out, <laughs> and uh, she says, and you get out of here. I don't want you to riffraff in here. You know you're not allowed here. Get out. And she goes back inside. The halfling man stands up and brushes himself. Like, well, are, are you okay? <sighs> yeah, I'm fine. You flew through the air. <sighs> Yeah, people think they can push me around. Did you do something bad? <laughs> something bad? I never do anything bad. People got to work in this town. And you got to work in Giaka. Uh, Gravely says in Halfling. Ooh. Um, if there's trouble inside, we can help you take care of it. Oh, you speak the tongue. <laughs> I don't understand you, anything you both are saying right now. You, you don't really look a, like a halfling. I'm, are a, you? I'm a bit of a, a mixed breed. I like the the tusks. The, the yeah. tusks, those are 
Those are cool. Yeah, that's one side of it. Oh, well, hey, look. Um, I'm are gonna... you speaking common? N- no, now speaking... switch. Common. Look. <laughs> <laughs> common. Look, uh, I was just trying to do my normal business. Look, I'm an up, up, up and coming entrepreneur, and I'm just trying to sell my wares to people in the, where the people are and here Ooh, at the Seagull Tavern. You are not to sell? You make I some am. Soap. What do you make? Well, take a look, and he opens up his coat, and on the inside, hanging in there, he's got a, um, he's got a, a gold necklace. He has a ring. He has a um, pocket watch, and he has um, a a bowl, a decorative bowl. And he says, look, look at all these fine things that I've made. Wow, you are an artist and they make so many mm-hmm. different things. Yeah. What do you like? I like well, the we, bowl. I think we were looking for a bathroom and uh, some well, place to stay. Well, I could pick in a bowl. You could, but it's not very practical, Maya. I guess a pocket watch is nice, too. Okay. Three gold. Oh, May I inspect it first? Sure, sure. I would like to inspect the pocket watch. Roll that investigation. <laughs> okay. <coughs> Woohoo. First roll of the campaign, you guys. We're off. Yay. Oh, that's a nat 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to uh, be a good so day. That's the, yeah, it's just going to be a nat 20. Tell us about everything you can possibly tell us about this pocket watch, Jeff. This pocket watch is made of sterling silver. The inside mechanisms are highly attuned. There's a pearl uh, inset set on an abalone outside a fish. So <laughs> sure. About it's fine. It's a good-looking pocket watch. Is it right? worth three gold, or is that too much? With a little nat 20, I feel like she'd really be able to size up if this is a good deal or not. The, you think that this is maybe worth uh, five or ten. Ooh. Do I feel like mm, it was owned by someone who loved it? On the inside, you see that there is, um, on the inside of the pocket watch, on the lid, there's actually a, a picture <laughs> <laughs> inside, and it has a, a, an elven couple on it. I love it. Maya's <laughs> she. Great, it's just, um, Maya, uh. <laughs> three Bradley. gold, that's all I want, three gold. Hey, if, got, if you want the bowl, I'll, uh, I'll make it both for so five. So, what's your name? <laughs> Come on, you know I'm going to ask about names. <laughs> I got to look it up. I savor these moments because he was the one to make fun of when I made up names <laughs> <laughs> on the very first day of recording. <laughs> Take <Monsieur>. your time. <laughs> the name's Penny. They Miss, call me Penny. Monsieur Penny. Yeah. Did you have to, you did not make this. There is a photo in here. Did you steal this? Well, I found a photo on the ground and I put it in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm I, a finder. I'm a scrounger. Do I, do I believe him? I'm going to just straight up say no. Going off your investigation <laughs> check, it definitely looked like that was in there and clearly belonged to this uh, elven couple or one I of them. I am sorry, monsieur. I believe you have stolen this watch, sir. I am going to steal it back. He says, hey. What kind of person do you take me for? A well, thief. Somebody who does this. A thief? Would a thief do this? Look behind you! <laughs> Maya would look. Gravely would not look. I just look. I'm just looking at him, kind of like, really? Maya would look, but she's definitely holding that like pocket watch. Like, yeah. All right, each of you go ahead and roll a charisma save to mm. see if you can resist his cunning tactics. Well, that's an eight for me, but uh, I'm plus eight to my charisma save, so that's going to be a 16. 11. It's 12 minus one. All right, so based on oh, that, 
Maya will not automatically turn around, but if you choose to, you can. And Gravely at least like startles and does kind of an automatic reaction, but like as you do it, you maybe realize like, okay, well that was he was probably <laughs> he's probably distracted. With the charisma save, I think maybe she would not look. Okay. So you just watch him <laughs> as Gravely startles there. a little bit. He's okay. just staring. <laughs> okay. Um there was nothing there. So you passed. So what <laughs> Tell me what brings you to our fine town of Giaka. Are you tourists uh, on honeymoon? We're looking for the Dreadex office. <gasps> oh, you're on our side. <laughs> well, uh, you know, if you're looking for more some of these things to, to fence or move on, I, I know some people. I can help you guys out if you're... Gravely, are you a thief? It's, it's, a, it's a courier service. It's a, a for way thieves? of... Sometimes, but we don't ask questions. Halfling. It's okay. Um, we're on the same team. Halfling, not quite right now. Let me deal with this. Why? Is it girl troubles? <laughs> no, she's fine. Okay. And halfling. Gravely, I... Common. <laughs> this is not what I thought that it's this was. Listen, Maya, it's... I don't want to... Or explain something to you, but... I, well, I that's a new to. term. We're going to have to break that down. <laughs> Elf player? <laughs> well, it, it means a lot to me if I can try to just figure out the status of my job. That's all I want to find out right now. Are you a courier? I was. Wow. I am. Huh. Well, I have that's, been in the past. That's steady work. That's a good gig. Gravely, I think I have some things to think about. I'm going to try and find somewhere to spend the night. Uh, just come find me when you are ready. Sure. So I'm going to walk for. She's kind of like had not put two and two together about what Dreadx was. And so uh, she's going to move forward and see if she can uh, go inside that uh, tavern and in uh, and uh, get some lodgings. All right. She's heads in. Gravely, where do you go? I just, uh, I'm going to talk to Penny just for a second and say, in Halfling, do you know where the office is or if there is one? Uh, there might be an office. Um, gosh, I seem to slip my mind. I uh, hand him uh, five silver. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. See, I knew you were on the level. Uh, look, all you got to do, you're going to walk out to the pier all the way to the very end. And then where the lighthouse is, there's a bunch of crab traps. You just push on that. It's going to look like it's not going to move, but you push that. You go down around the front of the lighthouse, and there's a secret door down at the bottom underneath the lighthouse. All right. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Do you know uh, who runs this establishment? No idea. I only know that it's there. All right. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you, Penny. You got it. And hey, he, he takes a little copper piece, and he, he flicks it at you, and he says... Penny for your thoughts. <laughs> Catchphrase. <laughs> and as you see it, it's just a it's just a slug. Like it's just a piece of <laughs> copper. Like it doesn't have any printing on it. It's my calling card. <laughs> are you are you new to this game? I feel like you're not you're not in the same game that that we're Okay, well you have a great day. I go inside the inn. Alright, they're inside the Seagull Tavern and Inn. 
All right, the Seagull Tavern and Inn is um, is a large place. There's uh, tons of tables. There's people um, eating and drinking, and it's just very full and lively. And um, you see that there's all the way from longshoremen and people in um, very basic attire all the way up to, like, sea captains and admirals that are ranked sitting at the bar. Um, all sorts of people having a drink. It's still – it's very loud and, and – um, boisterous in there but it's orderly it's not out of control it's mm-hmm. it's very much a, a well-worn establishment so maya would be going in a little bit earlier than uh gravely so i think first thing she would do is is look for like an innkeeper or somebody or whoever's tending bar and uh inquire about a room and then uh see about getting a drink Great. You see the woman that was kicking out, uh, Penny, is now behind the bar, and she's um, leaned over, and she's talking to a couple of uh, sailors in uniform there, and um, you're just catching the end of the story. She's like, and then I told him, you're the one who's getting drunk tonight. <laughs> Have another one. <laughs> she pours him another. Pardonne moi, excuse me. Oh, hello. yes, hello. Welcome hello. to the Seagull Tavern. What Hi. can I get you? Oh, uh, well, uh, I just wanted to see, uh, do you have any rooms available for the evening? Mm-hmm. Before you even finish talking, she pulls out a, a little piece of like parchment and hands it to you. Rates are on the top. It's one copper for the double, two coppers for the king, and three coppers for the um, proclivity suite. And uh, anything on the, flip it over and you can uh, order anything you want. Room service is, um, you just pick up the <laughs> can. <laughs> We're on the other end of the can. Just you know, yell. two cans. And, you know what? Just yell. Uh, Marcello, we here. Yeah, right, Marcello. Thanks, Marcello. Oh, you're a doll. Yes. Marcello over there. Uh, well, I would like to book uh, at least a double for the evening. Double and for the evening. And if I could get a glass of uh, Pinot Noir, that would be lovely. Wonderful. Someone of taste. And she uh, rifles under the bar, she puts a key on there, she hands you a contract to sign and a uh, and a glass of wine, and before you even can get your thing, she's Beautiful. on top of it. Yeah, um, then Maya's literally just going to sit at the bar, open up the locket, and look at the photo, and then scan the room and see if she can see anybody that matches it. Roll investigation. That's uh, 15. What does she see? So, you're... Um, you're looking around, you, you're sizing up everybody, and um, kind of tucked over in a corner, there's big parties of people and kind of carrying on, but kind of tucked away, kind of in a corner, um, sharing half of a, uh, like a booth table together. You actually see a um, an elven couple there, and they're just kind of like quietly kind of smiling and nodding and kind of taking it in. They're clearly together, but they're, um, just kind of people watching and um, taking the whole thing in, and they're just politely kind of sitting there. I'll add in in your kind of investigation of the clientele and folks around. There's definitely a wide range of people here. There's definitely some folks who look more like those elves, like they're taking it in. They're maybe not that. They're they're not regulars. There's some other people who are definitely regulars. There's more emergency-looking people, and there's definitely some kind of, like, swarthy, shady, definitely sailors, but, like, they don't really look like... They're not part of a military organization. They're definitely um, men and women and beings of the sea that uh, 
that might not be that trustworthy just from like a quick glance at them. There's also, you notice like a little table of goblins who are speaking to each other in goblin with some sort of odd things on the table and a few other types of people. And I'll also say, um, Weston, I don't have like a clear entry point to you. So anytime you feel like your character might show up, be present, feel free to jump in. Would I be coming in around this? Yeah, you're walking in too, so... Gravely's there, and you see Maya kind of looking around, specifically looking around, kind of like glancing at the watch and looking around and identifying the couple sitting in the corner. I, uh, Gravely's going to go over to Maya and say, Maya, the, the halfling guy is gone. Uh, listen, I'm sorry for out there. I, I, I never really told you why I joined Dreadex, but I... There's not a lot of people that'll hire somebody like me. And uh, it took the, took the work I could get. Gravely, I understand that life is, life is sometimes difficult and complicated. But, uh, you know, I, I, when you are with me, I feel like uh, we can do anything. And maybe you don't need to work for them anymore. I mean, we've done okay, correct? We've, we've done lots of good things. Well, scary things, but good things. And we well, had I, I, people. But there, there were some good people that worked that I worked with. Not so good people, but I feel like I have an obligation. Just you know, I, I want to, I want to try to at least find out where I stand. Well, it's important to me. Gravely, you are my friend, and like I said, I will support you. But uh, I will warn you that I will not do anything that would hurt somebody. Oh no, no. We, it's not so much hurting as just delivering things. Not delivering things that were taken from people. She holds up the, the little uh, compass. For, oh, sorry, pocket, pocket watch. watch. She holds up the little pocket watch and she says, but today we have the opportunity to make something right. Okay? So uh, we are going to go over there and we are going to return this to its rightful owner. All right, well, I, I, I'm, I'm going to get a room for myself first and I'll, I'll join you. Okay. I'll talk to the innkeeper. You get the same spiel. Same, same thing. Yep. <laughs> I am not like all of the other uh, people you've been throwing out of the <laughs> of the bar here. Okay, I'm very, very, very serious about uh, getting a crew together. Look, that kind of business you take outside, we don't do that in here. Okay, I know your type. You're not in a uniform. Actually, I am, and I pull off. This cloak that I've had around, and I'm I'm in kind of a digger's outfit, uh, but like you know those like old Victorian uh, like mummy raider kind of kind of outfits. So all the buttons are, mm-hmm. are all the way down. Um, he uh, even kind of like has this little like hard hat, tan hard hat on his uh, on his pack, um, and very 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 small creature. And you immediately notice this kind of extended nose, uh, these teeth that are. Uh, jostled in odd directions. Uh, his his jaw doesn't quite line up properly. Uh, this small kobold creature uh, with this gray skin um, and looks not as spry uh, as many kobolds. Uh, he he looks a little bit slower than than most kobolds. But uh, th- the fact that he is speaking common is very very strange. And. Uh, Listen, I, I'm I'm just uh, I'm just trying to find some people who can help me, and if you help me find those people, then maybe we together 
can benefit off of this venture. That's all I'm saying. So I would say Gravely kind of overhears this conversation and sort of sits in and like, and uh, continues to listen as Maya sounds like she was headed off to the elven couple. You mm-hmm. want to follow that scene? Is he speaking in common? Yes. Yeah. Weston? Yeah, that was in common, specifically. Okay. And Jeff, typically, kobolds do not speak common, so that's part of what stands out with him. Look, I have a full, I got a full bar here. I got people I got to tend to. I don't want any, any trouble from you. You, sweetheart, what do you need? I, I just need a room. Okay, it's two for the two for the double. Yeah, I'll take it that. Okay, here you go. Sign this. Put that on there, All right. okay? All right, so Maya heads over to the elven couple. Hello! Oh, Hi! I'm so sorry to interrupt, oh. but uh, I found this, and I think it belongs to you. It has your picture in it. <gasps> the woman uh, reaches out, and she grabs it. She goes, oh, my gosh. How did you lose this, Charles? Oh, my. That was in my pocket. Charles? Oh, my goodness. He feels like for his pocket. He's like, oh, my goodness. It's gone. However, did you get it? Are you... Are you some type of a brigand? Have you stolen? I've heard that. Oh. I've heard that people here steal. Very well, often. Charles, no, she's returning it. Uh, uh, I, I would not would be a sense. very good brigand if I was giving it back to you. It is a bit of a long story, but I came across it and I saw you here in the bar, and I thought it would be good to give it back to you. So I, I hope that uh, I hope that makes you happy. Oh, it does so much. Thank you so much. Oh, lovely. Uh, well, it was very nice to meet you. What were your names? This is my husband, Charles. Charles. And I'm Mayweather. Oh, hello, Charles and Mayweather. My name is Maya. I am just visiting. I suppose you'd like some sort of payment for returning our... our No, 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 no. No payment. Charles, don't be rude. Uh, Oh, sorry. (laughs) Here. No. Here's... Yes. Five gold coins, please, please. Or less... Ten. Ten gold. Perhaps perhaps we could cover your room here and and your meal. We could buy you a meal. Well, only if you will let me perform for you. Oh, we'd like that very much. I'm getting Charles into the arts. <gasps> Perfect. I love the arts. We're here to see an opera. <laughs> oh, really? An yes. opera? We're here to see the opera, aren't we, Charles? I prefer competition in games of, of chance, but oh. I suppose if I have to watch an opera, then I shall enjoy it what with my lovely... What is the name of the opera? <laughs> le tout le bon facile. <laughs> le, le tout le bon facile. Le tout le bon facile. That sounds wonderful. It will be. Back at the bar, I'm talking to this kobold. And then uh, we fought a giant... In, uh, in the background, you start to hear Maya perform on her drum and fire singing. Fire snake and... It's I'm normal so for Gravely. Oh, um, hold on a second. Some people to me. Can, can, I'll be right back. Uh, okay. Uh, hold on one minute. Uh, 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 Maya. Together. Yes. Uh, hi. I, I heard your drumming. Uh, yes, I have made new friends. This is Charles and uh, Mayweather. Mayweather. Okay. Just usually when she starts drumming, it's people are uh, perhaps trying to start a fight. And no, they have purchased my. <laughs> oh, that sounds very interesting. Uh, uh, right. Well, if everything's all right, I'm going to go back to my conversation then. Nice to meet you both. Gravely, did you make a friend? Um, well, uh, I just overheard his conversation and uh, started telling him about our adventure. Another new friend. I would meet this person now. Goodbye, new friends. And Charles signals to, uh, what was the barkeep's name? Genevieve. Genevieve. He st- Charles signals to Genevieve and goes over and covers your tab for three days, including... Uh, <gasps> Food and drink and uh, lodging here. Score. Hello. 
<laughs> Hi. Oh, I didn't actually catch his name. I just heard he was looking for looking for. Uh, what were you looking for? I'm looking for uh, a bit of a crew. Oh. Uh, I'm. I, you see, my, I'm, I'm, my name is is Soot. Oh, Soot. 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 Like the soot that you wear on a, on a nice Sunday day. Um, more like the stuff you wouldn't want to get on your suit. Oh. Soot. Had. Yeah, anyway. Right. You see, I, I need uh, someone to help me get across, uh, really hunt down some incredible treasure. Yes. You see, I was a part of a archaeological dick. Oh, like history. Yes. And you see, I found something there. And inside of that something I found, I found this. A piece of paper. Uh, no. I love paper. You can paint on it. Can oh, I paint can, on it? You can turn it into little balls and throw it at people. And I or open you it can up. Fold it. No. It's this. Now I, I I know it doesn't look like much. The map is. Are you kidding? That is art. It is beautiful. <laughs> the map is scrawled, uh, misspelled words. Um, no, but if it was inside the book I found, you have to understand. That there's something here. Hmm. And I don't show the map to anyone. And honestly, you two aren't quite who I'm looking for. I, I need someone who's going to be able to protect me. Yeah, I'm, I, I know, I'm just an old kobold, which you don't hear very often. Kobolds don't last very long. Oh, sure. I mean, that, that's what caught my interest is because you don't normally see a lot of... Kobolds uh, around that are uh, old, one of all, and also fast. in in the in the middle of. You've never seen a kobold before? No, oh, well, I saw them all the time in in my old job. I mean, doesn't surprise me. Yeah. We tend to stay to the caves mostly. Yes, underground. Yeah, there was I actually a kobold that worked very often. There was actually a kobold that worked for Dreadex. Anyway, do you both know any uh, bigger adventurers who could uh, who could uh, add some protection on this journey? Yeah. Well, um, we used to know a dwarf that was very tough, but he, uh, I think he went and north. And that's six bloody heart. Oh, yeah, but Stimon. don't quite know what happened to Although him. Although we have protected people before. Oh, yes. And I kind of like you, so I would be willing to protect you. Maya is actually a very powerful warlock, and I am an accomplished ranger. I really enjoy that art that you have made on that paper. Oh, I, I, I didn't write this. I, I found it. Oh. It's a map, Maya. Well, art is subjective. Now, I don't really have a lot of options, to be honest. So, um, not many people wanting to talk to a, to a kobold. Well, we can always keep our eye open. I, I do have to go to my uh, local branch, and uh, maybe there's somebody in there that we could refer you to. So the map that he has is, uh, it looks like a very weathered, scrawled piece of paper, and it is a drawing of an island, and it's super crude looking. <laughs> and it has on it, though, where there's two coves marks, and one 
badly misspelled says they're called Little Cove and Big Cove and uh C-O-V. C-O-V, yeah. And uh there's a reference to Happy Trees Jungle. H A P I Trees Jungle and a little arrow. And then there's actual like uh there's actual a dotted red line to a big red X mm-hmm. in the middle of the island. Good. And Sut the Kobold uh, believes uh, through his investigations that this is a reference to an island that is uh, not far off the coast of Giaka. It's an uninhabited island. Um, some people just call it the island. It's close enough that on a clear day you can see it. It's probably a couple miles offshore. Some people call it Giaka Island or just the island. So if you both will be willing to, to help me, I mean, you're uh, much better looking than I am. And, and maybe you could help us to get some kind of ship or, or some kind of crew to get us out there. I, I know it doesn't look like much, but you have to understand, I found this map inside of this book. And I pull out this beautifully ornate uh, leather-bound um, book that has these kind of gold encrusted uh, wreathing, uh, uh, all, all kind of going in and out of it. And you open it up, and it's just pages and pages and pages of uh, text that neither of you even know what it says. Um, he's like, "This, this is what got me out here. This is what taught me." It is beautiful. What language is it? It's it's arcane runes. Okay. If you give me some time, I could take a stab at it. Oh, I know what it says. I've been studying it for a long time. Oh, okay. It well, it, it harkens back to the original draconic that I that I was taught when I grew up. I speak draconic. Oh well, you might understand some of this stuff, but it's not relevant. Well, but what does it say? I'm so curious. Oh, they're they're spells. Oh, it is a spell book. Hmm. I didn't know magic before I found it. Oh, you do magic? I do. Oh, excellent. And I'm quite good at it, too. That's, that's very impressive. It is. Um, well, let me ask you something, uh, Soot. Uh, by doing this mission with you, um, would it be something that would help people? Or is it something good? Well, it would help you both a lot. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a bit of a, uh, an, an, like I said, an, an archaeologist. I'm interested in the discovery of everything. You mean the human and or elf, the personal experience? <laughs> yes, that. And, and you're saying there's a bit of coin involved if we help you find it. Oh, I am happy well, to we, give you well, the reward you deserve for your journey. But Suits, uh, we promised uh, Gwevni I'm trying to help him figure out the situation with his former employer. Uh, so we do need to investigate that first, but uh, perhaps you could come help us and then we can help you with yours. Yes, when, when were you planning on shipping out? If you're looking for an employer, you won't need another employer after we get whatever is on this island. Well, you know, tying up loose ends and everything, but uh, I'm not object to helping you, um, Maya. Gladly, I told you, I'm here to support you. And if well, I'm here to support you. <laughs> well, we are at an impasse. But it sounds like uh, perhaps there may be some intrinsic value in these discoveries that we could share with the world. Yeah, that. A hundred percent. I've always wanted to go on a, on a, a boat. 
That's probably going to be my least favorite part, but we're going to get through it. Well, um, I do have to check on my my uh, local branch here. So if, if you want, you can come with us. It's in near a lighthouse or something. Uh, sure, I could stretch my legs a little bit. All right, let's go take a look. What time of day is it? It is 2.30. <laughs> it's 2.30. So we've got time to go down to the lighthouse before we head in for the night, right? Yeah, totally. Let's do it. All right, you uh, head on, back so out into the uh, bustling streets there. And uh, right in front of the tavern, there's a, kind of a big archway um, that says the Port of Giaca above it. And it opens up into some really wide docks that go all the way out on the, you call that kind of the pier? The yeah, kind of the pier, although it's like a... Like an outlet? Like a, the gangplanks? <laughs> yeah. I'm not good at The boardwalks? So beyond the arch, you walk out. It's non-natural. They feel like filled it in there. Or? Yeah, like it's like poured cement. The archipelago. Like okay, you know what I'm talking about. Poured cement. It's solid. Sure. Out to the lighthouse. Yes. Okay. So that goes out to the lighthouse on the inside of the um, bay. As you're walking out on the in the right side, the very first ships that you see um, are these tall sailing ships, and they're they're beautiful and they look great. And as you go each berth down, it's kind of a step down in the quality of the boat. And this is this is a, a very large bay, um, little inlet there, and you actually get to take a, a look back towards Giaca. You see that just as you kind of imagine coming down, there's these, the city just kind of grows out of this port up onto this big hill, and it's just a beautiful uh, panoramic um, view there. You keep walking down, and eventually it curves around, and you can see the lighthouse, and now uh, it's a little closer the dock is a little lower to the uh, sea level. Uh, it's getting a little narrower. They're smaller. And just uh, to paint a picture, boats. like you see this half elf in a bright yellow dress, and then this <laughs> little orkling, and then a little <laughs> like ruddy looking <laughs> kobold well, and, and following. Maya, Maya takes off her hat, and under her hat, she has the little weasel of Bill. 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 <laughs> so she kind of puts him on her shoulder, and she's like, Ah, oh, look, Bill. Yes, we will have to paint this later. And as you're walking, you know, first it's, um, you know, military sailors and um, people in uniforms and people with upstanding standing in, in the world. And as, as you're going down, you begin to realize you aren't the most unusual um, creatures walking around here anymore. There's dragonborns and halflings and gnomes in her, um, doing their own business. And finally, you get kind of um, towards the end and there's not really a lot of activity and there's another another few 10 or 20 feet and then there's the uh, the lighthouse entrance right there and there's some crates all around and um, you see a kind of a big stack of uh, crab traps you weren't kidding about that walk yeah um, hold on a second um, I think the door's around here somewhere and I'll check around the crab traps and, and see if I can kind of push just as easy as um, opening a, a gate, it just kind of swings back and it opens up this little tiny pathway that goes uh, down and kind of in front, opening up a little tiny staircase that's just barely big enough for your for you guys to <gasps> kind of walk down. Well, um, uh, we're about to go into Adredix office and I, I have to warn you, it, it might not be what you expect. Well, that has been the theme of today, has it not? Correct. I have no expectations, so we're fine. <laughs> You'll fit right in. Um, come it's, on. It's okay. I have a disguise, and I will use disguise self, and I will 
turn into like a burly dude that's missing half his teeth. So you're going for like tough, scary, intimidating, yeah. don't mess with me, I fit in here. With yeah. a weasel. All right. <laughs> and Bill. She'll put the weasel back under his hat. <laughs> Hats uh, all right. She is that. Maya, what? He can, what? He's actually, the disguise self is a little bit taller than her, so it covers, covers yeah. the, the, the build portion. What should, uh, what should we call you? You can call me <laughs> Jean Pierre. Jean. Jean. Okay. All right. Come on. So Let's and go. Jean. So we Jean walk down just the kind steps. of trumps in the back of the group. <laughs> right. Maya's <laughs> impression of big burly guy. She's a performance artist. Uh-huh. It's immersive. You walk down the steps, and uh, it's a, it is in fact a very clear day, and you can see the island uh, uh, off what must be. Three nautical miles. Yep. <laughs> let's say <laughs> uh, out there, and um, it's very beautiful. There's not, there's nowhere as you're kind of coming down. You see that it's just kind of ocean now that you're kind of facing. There's not any real view in here. You're not seeing any buildings. So this looks like a nice little hiding spot. And as you kind of um, come down, you see that there actually is sort of an overhang that opens up, and you see that there's this sort of hidden dock underneath part of this lighthouse where ships could, little tiny boats could come in and be docked up in here underneath the lighthouse, kind of hidden. And it all kind of leads in to this little tiny door. Cradley's going to go up to the door and... Nothing happens. Is that like the secret code or something? No, I I was just trying to be... Gravely, that did not work. I know, I know. Um, Well, hold on a second. I'm going to kind of look around, just make sure the door's not trapped. Roll. Investigation. I know how these guys are. Sometimes they're a little paranoid. Um, this entire time, Soot has been, like, studying the walls in here, um, looking for any kind of, like, peepholes that other uh, creatures might be looking through, looking for uh, any, like, um, traps that might set off. Uh, not even traps, but, like, alarms. Mechanical or, like, put into the stone? Uh, I, mean, like I mean, physical traps. All of the above. Okay. Um, so he is—he's—he's—he's he's, he's, he's trying to see if they know that we are coming. I rolled a ten. Can I help him? Yeah. Roll with advantage. <laughs> uh, ten. So I would say without without looking too hard, you can see actually there are some traps and they are not set. So there's there's various traps and a few a few mechanisms that could be set and some of them fairly quick, quickly but like right now it's a hallway that's open for people to be able to come in and out but if they want like a closing time or whatever or if they needed to trap it quickly they could there's several devices that they could deploy now you're not quite looking in the uh, whatever it's well, fine you well, go in first i found something but it's not activated so uh hello is anyone uh hello <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, Jean. So you will attempt to open the door? I see. Yeah. I'll say in in Draconic, I'll say um, package delivery, which is something that we would say in, in Dreadex as a, a way of initiating a new office. <laughs> a window appears in the door because it was like... There was an illusion in place that made it look like a solid door, but at that... Uh, at that phrase, the uh, window appears, and there's a face in the window. Pick it up and drop it off. 
because like the face shows up and doesn't see anything. All it sees is is, is Maya because I'm like really low. John a few feet John. back. <laughs> it disappears. You know, the illusion goes back over that one, and then it appears on a smaller one, yeah. lower down. And there's a different face down there. Picking up and dropping off. Uh, um, checking in. The illusion goes away. Checking in. How do you check in? I'm not expecting anyone to check in. Are you expecting anyone to check in? Check in. Okay, come in. <laughs> and you hear a couple of locks open, and it sly, and it uh, opens up as a kind of a big, heavy, protected door. Seems a bit overkill. Well, privacy is very important to our customers. And um, I'll take some liberty here. It, uh, you open it up, and um, it sort of the whole base of what maybe this lighthouse was um, is this the entirety of this kind of one single room. And um, where you have seen in some delivery areas that there's like a bunch of stuff, there's actually nothing here. And it is completely empty except for a small, like, front desk that is set way at the back and <laughs> it is echoey as it as it's in there and there's just there's like a, a comical absence of stuff here uh were you robbed um all right is there anybody else in there like who so you you see that there are uh there's two tieflings and they look um, nearly identical. They um, um, have purple skin, uh, long tail, uh, short horns coming out of their um, uh, out of their head. They have black hair, and um, they're just kind of like looking looking at you guys. Um, hello, my, my name is Gravely. I, I'm a I'm a uh, Tridix, uh, courier. I was actually set up. Um, my old boss. Um, Garfield from um, Valentrell sent me to uh, Respite and was waiting for further instructions, but they never came. So I was just checking to see if you guys have heard anything or heard from Garfield. Uh, uh, business is, uh, excuse my brother, he's a little glum right now. Business is a little bit slow <coughs> recently, as you can tell, so I, I don't that. think we have any deliveries for you. We weren't expecting any additional couriers. Actually, we, we barely have enough work for those that are here. Yeah, well, uh, it's, I wasn't uh, planning on working unless you needed the help, but um, I just uh, thought that maybe Garfield might have sent some... Uh, Notice of the status of my uh, of the new office opening up. I'll go check the book. You actually, so you hear from back behind Jean. Oh, so it appears the trash has rolled in with the tide then, oh. and gravely recognizes the voice of his old Dreadex. Uh, coworker Bashir. Oh. Bashir is a. Uh, a handsome, charismatic drow that handled everything quite well and was quite recognized and was always, always terrible to Gravely. Uh, what are you doing You here? won't find them in the books, boys. He's not employed with us anymore. He is not very kind. 
What, what do you mean I'm not employed? I, I left on good standing. I was going to be a branch manager. <laughs> Is that what Garfield told you? Did he tell you to go out and start your own office? Yes. Sort of. How'd that go? Were you out on your own with no resources? No, I met some people and, and we, we actually did quite a bit of good and, and, and we, we good. rescued people and we, we fought off creatures. You're not supposed to do good. You're supposed to deliver packages with no questions asked. Well, I had a lot of downtime. That's why you were never any good at it. Excuse me, Bashir. I- Bashir's going to make an investigation check and uh, just like run his hand right through the top of Jean's illusionary head because he recognizes with his investigation check that this is an illusion and it actually knocks Bill. It disrupts the illusion and it actually knocks Bill off your head. <gasps> and when Bill gets knocked off, Maya just immediately is like, oh no, Mr. Bill! When he does that, when he kind of like moves over, I'm going to put my hand on my short sword don't do that does my illusion fail or is it just him that's realized it's an illusion the way that generally looks is like once somebody kind of identifies an illusion they can sort Mm -hmm. of tell the details of it so it wouldn't technically ruin it for everybody else but probably him putting his hand through this (laughs) illusionary hand would kind of ruin it for everybody else. Certainly Bill popping out of the illusion would like kind of like show the jig is up. Maya would probably just drop it and then realizing that like it's been found just say, hello. So uh, gravely for your putting your hand to your sword, roll a dexterity check. 21. Did Bashir have a, a class? Was he also a ranger or? He was also a ranger. Hmm. Class 86. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Gravely, you said your hand goes to your short sword? Yeah. Okay. Just... So, Gravely, hand goes to the short sword and pulls it slightly. And Bashir sees that and he reaches for his own uh, rapier and uh, he gets his hand to it, but like you're ahead of him. Like if you were going to draw, you'd have the drop on him. You could even like take a shot at him. And he's definitely taken aback by that. He was not expecting that. He was expecting to be completely in control, and this is not quite the gravely that he remembers, and he kind of like, you can tell that kind of knocks him off his game a little bit. Gentlemen, gentlemen, listen, this is not why we're here. What, what are we doing? We're supposed to be, be going out on the, you said you had something to do? You didn't, I, you didn't hire me to help you. Listen, clearly what you're- is this? This is it what talks? You say to- what is this trash? Excuse me, this is one of my uh, allies uh, that we met. Just, uh, oh, wait. <laughs> he would be. A bit ago. Are you here to hire our services? Only if you're dead. I'm just looking well, into dead, so. I'm just looking into the status of my employment. Monsieur, I think it would be best if you stop talking and I'm going to cast that as suggestion on uh, the Bashir. Bashir. He has to make a wisdom save. To beat what now? So she's going to say, I would suggest that you come down and stop talking. Uh, 16. Success. He comes down he stops talking. And he will be for the duration (laughs) of that spell. (laughs) See, that's why I figured that that would come in handy. (laughs) Gravely, clearly you're fired. All right? So let's go. I look at the, the, the tieflings. And I say, can you get word out to uh, Valentrail for me uh, to Garfield? 
and ask him if uh, if uh, Gravely is uh, still employed. Uh, certainly, certainly we will. Uh, won't we? Won't we? And I, do I, I have to? Yes, just make a note of it. Make a note of it. I'll we'll take him, care of it. I'll give him a couple silver and say, please. Oh. Hmm. Here you go. All right, I'll do it. All right. Uh. We'll send word out to Valentrell. Thanks. I'll, I'll check back in a, a couple of days, I guess. And Bashir is just standing there, not speaking. <laughs> Gravely, remember, you didn't see us. Gravely, <laughs> Gravely, do you need a hug? I, I start walking out, and I look back at Bashir, and I'm like, I just kind of put my head down and keep walking. I think I need a backbone with what he needs. Uh, he's having a very tough day, so you must be kind to him. <laughs> Gravely has a lot of emotions. I can tell. Too many. So can so we trust him to you know, go on just missing with us? Oh, Gravely is incredible. He has saved my life many times. You could not be with a better person. Well, if you say so, um, so if, if you vouch for him, then... Of course. Of course. Now, so tell me about your feelings. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling very busy. We need to get going. Yes, we have exciting things to do. And gravely from the top of the stairs says, let's go. If we're going to find a ship, let's let's get a move on. So back out there, you're back to, you're already past the docks and you already kind of like had a look at the variety of ships that are around and saw a few sailors and crew members and folks around doing rigging and doing... Uh, type stuff. Some look very busy and some are just kind of sitting around. There's a few people playing cards and dice at different places. And Does anybody look exciting? So, <laughs> so if we head well, out uh, right now, would we get there and be able to look or is this more of a leave in the morning sort of situation? No, let's, let's go now. Right, what, what's the difference sailing during the day or during the night? But I don't care. Tired. Maya, let's let's. I had some very gross fish guts. You can sleep on the boat. Gravely walks up to the first sailboat people that is uh, common looking, not high end or terribly low end, and just walks up to them and says, "We need someone. Uh, we need to charter a boat, a ride." Charter a ride? Where are uh, going out here? We're going to the the island. Where are? Uh, getting all the way back to Ireland. Uh, aye, Giaka Island. Giaka Island. Well, that depends. What time you want to leave? Right now. Right now. I can't wait really to leave. Got to wait five gold if you want to leave now. Ah, oh, we can do that. I'm going to speak up from the back. Okay. If you need a crew, it's going to be ten gold too. That's fine. It's going to be another five gold if you want to have lanterns. We have our own lanterns. Okay. Do you need bedding? Because that's another five gold. I think we'll be all right. Let me get this clear. It seems like you're tacking one thing on after the other. Yeah. You're a smart one, aren't you? I don't appreciate that. I don't appreciate it. I want to riffraff come trying to take my boat. All We're right, going let's to, go to pay the next you, All right. sir. I know you can take that gold. I'll go to the next dock over and be like, hey, we need to charter a boat. <laughs> hey! How are you? <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi. Uh, are you available for <laughs> rental? We need to go to uh, Jaka Island. Jaka Island? Great. When do you want to leave? Uh, right now. It's for a day's oh. journey. Right now? You guys hear this? They want to go to Chiang Island right now. What time? 
now! Right now! That's crazy. You can't go right now. The opera's tonight. We can't go right now. Yeah, well, I don't know. The Bruce Opera. I heard about this opera. Oh, we can't wait for the opera. Oh, gravely. So that's a no, then. Can we go in the morning and we could go to the opera tonight, please? No, we have to go now. But why? Because the sooner we get there, the sooner we get back. But the opera. I need this, Maya. I need to take my mind off something. Okay, Clavely. So in terms of kind of like sizing up the journey and what's available, you're getting into like mid-afternoon. You're maybe maybe about three hours at this point from sundown. And so there's definitely a lot of variables in terms of like depending on how you got out there, definitely... You could do anything from, like, if you all just got in a rowboat, you could row your way out there. The seas aren't crazy. It'd be a little perilous, but, like, you can see where it is, and you could get yourself out there with any kind of vessel. You'd feel a lot more secure on, like, more of a ship. But then there's also the question of if you went there, you'd be getting— if you went there in, like, a rowboat or something right now, even a larger vessel is going to take a little bit of time to get out there. You're going to be arriving right now close to nightfall, and that's just something to take into account. Uh, so, uh, I'm thinking about time and, and daylight, and it might be better if we leave at, at daybreak. Um, to be able to find it, if we go out there now, it's going to be extremely hard uh, in uncharted territory to find this whatever you're looking for. Listen, just come out and say it, okay? You don't, you don't want to go tonight. You want to go in the morning. I think that would be best. Let's do it in the morning, then. <gasps> Does that mean we can go to the opera? I'm going to go back to the inn, and um, we'll get you a room at the inn, if that's all right. Are you hiring me? I'm confused. No, well, take care of yourself. We'll meet you here in Thanks. the morning. Thanks. I'll see Unless you there tomorrow. Unless you want tomorrow. to come with me to the opera. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Okay, I'll go alone. Well, wait a minute. A lady going alone to the opera? Well, that I won't let happen. The oh. name's Mercutio. Oh, Mercutio. Hello. Nice Mwah. to meet you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, my name is Maya. Maya, it is so nice to see you. Let us head to the opera. It's on me. Oh, gravely, don't wait up. I will see you back at the inn. I just made a new friend. Oh, all right. Um, Do I trust Mercutio? <laughs> you can roll in and check on your own. <laughs> Does Maya care? <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Would this be inside or what would this be? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so that's going to be a nine plus four, so that's going to be a 13. A 13. She, she has a fair sizing up of Mercutio. She's not sure. What is her impression of Mercutio, Jeff? Seems nice enough. All right, let's go to the opera. He doesn't seem openly dangerous. I mean, it's opera, so... It's opera. How bad could it be? Let's do it. Okay. Those are the ones you have to look out for. Well, Maya's going to the opera with this dude, so... Bye. All right, Maya heads oh, off with... Fish guts up, that's what we <laughs> Fish guts, fish guts, the only thing they sing fish about here. Fish guts. So Maya heads off to the know. opera with Mercutio. Oh, fish got the bucket on the bill, so... Nice. 
Is that Mercutio singing or your impression of the opera? Mercutio sings that along the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite song from it. I love it. Gravely goes up to his room and sits on his bed and looks out the window. And uh, pulls out all his arrows and checks the fletching and He's just thinking about his career. If there's a souvenir shop at the opera, (laughs) Maya would definitely buy like a ridiculous like hat or t-shirt or something for Gravely to try and cheer him up. You get for one gold. Or the soundtrack, like if she can get like. For for one gold. (laughs) Sheet music. There's a there's a shirt for one gold that says the name of the opera, and there's also the sheet music for one gold, and there's little like cheap figurines of a character in cheap the opera. Cheap figurines, okay, Done. yeah, toys. So that costs a gold. Oh please, Maya, let me a pay for. Oh, Nikisha, I like you so much. Oh, I like you too. Shall we have a drink? Uh, okay. Okay, it's up in my place. Okay. Oh, okay, great. We just talked about boundaries before. Uh, before Maya leaves Mercutio's, he's uh, gathering his stuff. He's like, oh, well, what a wonderful night. And he has a, a big bag and he uh, moves it and he says, well, I got to go. And he picks it up really quick. And then a whole bunch of gold pieces fall out, like hundreds and hundreds of gold pieces fall out. And they, they go all over the bed and he goes, oh, you weren't supposed to see that. Oh, you dropped oh, stuff. I'm so clumsy. I have a big investment deal that I'm getting in on. Oh, boy. And he, he bundled it all back oh, up. You should be careful. I should. You know, it's a, it's a, real, um, it's a real one-time opportunity that a friend of mine has. Invest in a brand new ship that's going to go sailing. They have a surefire deal, big investment, gold returns, returning 100 times. That sounds nice. I have to go do a thing. Oh, do you know? Do you want to get in on it? I can. I have an in to uh, to help you, Maya. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm confused. See, you can be in on this investment. Well, you I could don't invest. have any money. You don't have any money. Well, okay. Technically, I have. <laughs> Hang on. Let me do the math on this. Well, you know, it's the it's it's a very cheap entrance. The I have thirteen gold. Is thirteen gold is the amount capra. that it takes. Ten Sylvia. Every gold you put in will get returned a hundred. I don't want money back, but here, she'll pull out five gold and just hand them to Mercutio and say, "I had a lovely time, but now I have to go get breakfast and I need to cheer up my friends." And oh. that's why Maya only has thirteen gold with her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Um, so Thut is going to go back to his room. He's going to open up a big chest that he has with him. And he's going to stare down in it. Uh, and he's going to see two kind of smaller bodies uh, in, the, in the chest. Bodies? Bodies? Bodies. And he is going to take a, a small knife and cut his hand a little bit. He's going to take uh, what looks like some kind of uh, leather with some pores and uh, tiny hairs on it. And he's going to take out a small vial uh, from his pouch. And he's going to combine them together, sneak something in Draconic, and the two bodies will start to move. 